Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Today, I'm joined by the lovely Kiki D'Air. How are you doing, Kiki? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm great. Thank you so much. Can you get into a little bit about where you're from and a little bit about your upbringing and eventually how do you get uh, started in your industry? (laughs) So I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. Um, I kind of found my way into adult uh, via stripping. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a true fact that I used to work at the same club on the same shift as my mom. Um, everybody always trips out on that. But, right. You know, it is what it is. Uh, um, uh-huh. Absolutely. And w- what would you say your experience uh, growing up where you grew up was like? Like, you know, how, how did you like it in Tennessee? Uh, you know, I love Tennessee. I, I don't know that I see myself, you know, living there again full time. Mm-hmm. But I definitely love to go home and visit. It's a great place. It's beautiful. Um, you know, the people are, are, are friendly. Uh, that said, you know, I grew up with family that on one hand was not religious and mm-hmm. then on the other hand was very religious so you know it was kind of like the Hatfields and McCoys at my house growing up right and you know how were you able to find your balance like you know whether you wanted to uh, be freely or, or you know to do what you wanted how were you able to do that well it wasn't easy <laughs> right you know there was a lot of opposition from family members there, there was a lot of stuff that I went through that you know wasn't very pretty mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. If you really want to do something, you'll go out and do it. Um, you always think you know what the cost is going to be. And in some cases, yeah, you know. But in other cases, you know, you don't really realize how uh, high the price is. Right. Absolutely. And what would your encouragement be to uh, the, the listeners, especially the women, like, um, you know, to, to empower other women? That is so important. Uh, you know, to offer compliments and, you know, just really lift each other up, especially in times like this. What is your message on that to empower other women? Oh, wow. Um, you know what? My father took pride in raising my sister and I mm-hmm. in the sense that he raised us to never need a man. Now, I wouldn't say to a, a woman, hey, you don't need a man. I would say to a woman, you know what? You don't need anyone to complete you. You are your own person. And if you want to go out there and learn how to build diesel engines, you can. Don't ever let anybody stop you. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we'll we'll get into kind of um, a topic here. It's, you know, a little off from things. But recently I was named an ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying. What is your strong message uh, against bullying to speak out against it? Oh, wow. Having been like a little person my whole life, and I don't mean like little person as in like, you know, uh, oh God, how do I put this? There, there's not really a, a politically correct to say it. I, I don't mean as in like I'm a dwarf. Just, I'm a small right. person. <laughs> yes. You know? So uh, you take a lot. And then when you're a nerdy kid on top of that, you take even more. And um you know, looking back, I was always, you know, the, the nerdy, ugly duckling. And, you know, now those kids that bullied me are vying for my attention. So my advice would be to say, you know what? This too shall pass. There will come a day when you won't be that victim anymore. And until then, you know what? Keep your head up, hold your head high and be who you are. That's beautiful. 
Absolutely. And that was very well said. And, and thank you for your strong message on that. We'll get back into things here. You know, um, obviously, as many know that you're an award winning Hall of Fame, you know, you're, you're award winning and you're in the Hall of Fame. What did that mean to you? I'm sure that was, um, you know, those are some proud moments, some proud accolades. What did it mean to you specifically, though? Um, the Hall of Fame award was really important to me. I mean, it's kind mm. of a running joke in the business that when they give that to you, it basically means that your career is dead. Right. <laughs> and that's okay. I don't care if they say that or not. Right. Um, to me, it was really about the recognition for the blood, sweat, and tears that I've put in, the um, crap that I've dealt with from, you know, family, people that I thought were friends, so on and so forth. You know, all of that being worth something because it's recognized by my peers as uh, me contributing to the industry that I've sacrificed a lot for. Absolutely. And, you know, just know that I'm very proud of you um, for all that you've achieved and, you know, to, you know, you're really uh, an inspiration. I don't know if you realize how big of an inspiration you are to other women and just people in general. So uh, just know that, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of you. And um, oh, that's really sweet. Thank you. Yes, you're you're welcome. And, you know, what would you say uh, was an obstacle, whether it was, you know, sometime in the industry or sometime just throughout your life and life journey? Where you where you were really faced with something and you said maybe you don't want to do this anymore maybe you want to you want to quit and what was it and how did you persevere how did you face adversity and and overcome that oh my god I I have those moments all the time if you ask my best mm-hmm. friend I'll call her all pissed off about something and tell her I'm gonna quit right <laughs> and that's it I'm done and fuck these people and everything right. <laughs> and and how do you how do you get past those moments like is it you you really um, is there something that you have some tips or secrets or is it that you really have to find comfort in, in talking to somebody? Like, what do you recommend for somebody that, that is facing similar issues that where when they get, they get across these, this adversity or these troubles or these setbacks, they, they want to quit. What is your message to them to hang on and don't, and don't give up? Well, I, I find the most important thing in any business venture is having an amazing support network you know, having right. people that you can call and say, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. And they can talk you off of the ledge, so to speak. Right. Um, right. The other thing, too, is, you know, I, I tend to spend a lot of time reflecting um, inwardly when I'm going through mm-hmm. a tough time. Right. And, you know, really kind of going, okay, you know what? This feels awful right now, but it'll pass. And most of the time it does. And every now and then, you know, there might be an underlying issue that, you know, is coming to the forefront that I really need to sit down and think about and address. And if that means, you know, deciding to cut some things out or add some things, you know, whatever it takes to be comfortable and stay true to yourself. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we talked about, you know, your proud moments and and things like that, you know, with the the awards and the accolades and and the recognition and the Hall of Fame. Uh, Touch on what was a moment, uh, you know, what what was the most important thing you've learned throughout your journey in life? Like, what what was the number one thing? Obviously, you you have a lot of uh, immense knowledge and wisdom. But if there was just one thing you could really pin on that you learned the most, what would that be? 
Oof. Um, I have to say be kind. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because, you know, it's really easy to get caught up in, you know, what we want and what benefits us. But when you are looking at life through the lens of only your own, you shortchange yourself and you also alienate others. And in this world, we need others to survive. We need others to propel ourselves forward. So you you can't talk about yourself without also recognizing the other that's standing next to you or across from you. Absolutely. And, you know, that's so important in life is to, you know, spread love and spread kindness. And, and, you know, even especially in times like this, you know, when uh, with COVID and just everything else that we see in the media and news going on in in the real is just, you know, uh, it's so key to just be kind and, and, you know, make people happy and put yourself in other shoes. You just don't know what people, what, what, you know, what they're going through in their day-to-day experiences in their lives or relationships or with, you know, in their workplace, you know, they may be enduring some abuse or bullying or, you know, whatever it may be. So that's so important. And um, you, you've been in a lot of magazines. You've been featured in many, uh, you know, big magazines, to say the least. Uh, take us through those experiences of working with Jet and Hustler and Petit and these different uh, magazines. What, what was that like for you? Well, I mean, it, it's really a different experience when it comes to every shoot, because in most cases, you know, different photographers work for different magazines. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I might be you know, on set in Miami with somebody that I've known, you know, a decade or two, I might be on set with somebody that I've never met, but was, um, uh, but was taught by the person that was in Miami that I had known for a decade or two. And so the circle continues, um, you know, sometimes I'm collaborating with, people that, you know, I, I know very well, sometimes people I've only just met, it's always a different experience. And uh, the, the key is really to try and find that common ground where you can build a rapport with your photographer. And so that, um, that comes across through the lens. Absolutely. And in 2006, um, you took a break from the industry Take us through that, and and then you know you ultimately you chose to return around 2011 or so, um, if I'm correct on those dates. Um, you know, take take us through that. What what was those experiences like? What what were what was kind of your, the weighing factors in those decisions for you? Well, your dates are a little bit off, but not too far. You're, you're doing right. Um, I met a man that I thought was going to be, uh, you know, my my husband and my last kiss. Mm-hmm. In right. 2003, I was retired by 2004. Um, things went insanely batshit. Um, right. You know, I'm very lucky that I left. I did not have children with the man. I did not marry him. Um, and so, uh, you know, it took a long time to kind of rid myself of those ties. And, uh, Ultimately, when things were said and done and I had to decide what I was going to do next, I chose to go back into the industry because, frankly, once you've achieved a certain amount of success, it's very, Mm -hmm. very difficult to go live in the um, real world, quote, unquote. Um, 
right, you right. know, trying to hold a job as a former porn star uh, it is very difficult, even in 2020. It, it's very easy for people to fire you when they find out about your past. Absolutely. And, um, you know, what would you say is uh, some really sound relationship advice for, uh, you know, it could be a gentleman or a lady that is in a relationship, but they, they want to get out of it or, or it's just too toxic or too abusive. You know, what is your strong message of encouragement to them to, you know, that it's okay to seek help. It's all right to uh, move on from somebody if, if it's, you know, no longer serving you, uh, you know, no longer uh, genuine love or, or, you know, has your best interest at hand. Well, when I was trying to extricate myself from the relationship mm-hmm. that I was in, I um, started going to see a, a domestic violence counselor quietly. I told everyone that I was volunteering at the children's hospital, which was a building or two over. And right. while I'm not saying that, you know, lying is, is good, instance, right. you know, that lie allowed me to go and seek help and get myself together mentally so that I could begin to make a plan. And I'll never forget it. The woman looked at me one day and was like, you know, some women just aren't strong enough to leave. Maybe you're one of them. And I wanted to punch her, but at the same time, I've never forgotten it because she basically was setting me up to say, wait a minute, no, I am not some pathetic person who cannot do this. I can do this and I will. So, you know, going back to your question, my (laughs) advice to someone is you have to make the decision to get out. You have to take your time and plan, you know, go pack yourself, you know, a bag that has all of your important papers, your passport, your ID, your birth certificate, social security card, all of that, you know, put it in a safe place where that person can't find it. And then you wait and you wait for the time that you have the window to get out and you take that bag that has your IDs and anything that you can carry that you find important Mm -hmm. and you walk away. And you don't ever look back. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, that that was um, some really powerful insight. And, you know, I'm really sure that, you know, there's there's somebody out there that can really, uh, you know, use that that pivotal advice that, that you just rendered to us. Um, and, you know, really, uh, it can make a difference in their life and, and you know, their mental health and, and things like that. So thank you for that. And uh, what are some things you enjoy to do, um, you know, outside of your work? Like, what are some hobbies you love to do? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I like to cook. I, I was actually posting pictures of this uh, sugar-free lemon pound cake that I made earlier. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, I like to cook. I love animals. Um, you know, most people, well, a lot of people do know, but, I mean, I, I have a pet pig. She's a, 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 a mini pot belly. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, but I mean, I'm pretty normal. I mean, I, I like to, you know, hang out at home with the person that I love and, you know, pop in some documentaries or, you know, listen to music. Um, it's kind of funny. I was never really into reggae. And then 
you know, I met somebody three years ago who's, who's been in my life that, you know, loves reggae. And then all of a sudden I start meeting all of these reggae bands. And stuff. Right. Really <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, um, you, you've been able to travel uh, throughout your career and, and, you know, with with some different cities you've been able to see in different states. What has been your favorite place you've ever been to? whether you lived there or you visited, what was your favorite place you would say? Um, probably my favorite place would be the Mediterranean. Uh, I spent a mm-hmm. month based on Cyprus studying when I was in college. And, you know, I, I got to go to the Greek Isles and, you know, uh, the mainland of Greece. And I mean, the Mediterranean is just so beautiful. The water is blue. The beaches are gorgeous. Um, you know, the nightlife is fantastic. The food is delicious. Like, yeah. Love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And what would you say uh, for any gentleman or, or any of our uh, male listeners, what are some things uh, that uh, you, you look for in a gentleman? What are some things, uh, you know, to restore chivalry, uh, sh- chivalry, you know, that, that you look for? Well, I am definitely old school. I will stand there and wait for you to open the door. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, there, there's, God, there's so many little things. When it comes to what I look for, I look for somebody that pays attention to little things. You know, you don't have to go out and, you know, buy me Tiffany's jewelry or, you know, Cartier. I don't care, you know, but you do have to pay attention to what's going on in my, in my life. You know, you do have to, you know, check in with maybe, you know, a a little something, you know, let's, even if it's as simple as, you know, you said something that was really funny one night. And so you find a way to work it in, you know, a text, like, it's not about the things you can give me. It's about, you know, the attention that you can give. And it's also about, you know, doing what you say you will do and being there when you say you're going to, you know, don't be a flake. Uh, Absolutely. That's important. And, um, you know, definitely uh, to, to be a man of your word and, and to honor your word. You know, if you say you're going to do something, follow through with it and, you know, keep that line of communication yeah. of, of making things happen. I, absolutely. I, I agree with you. And uh, what can we expect from you, Kiki, in the near future? What are some things you're working on or some goals that you're, you're striving for? What, what can we uh, see from you in the near future? Well, um, there's a lot of things that are up, up in the air right now due to you know, COVID and, and, and some other issues. So I don't really know where certain things are going to go, um, especially with my testing company. I, I don't know what's going to happen with that just yet. I'm not really right. ready to talk about it. That said, uh, right now I'm really concentrating on my OnlyFans. And so that's the place where my fans can come and talk to me. Um, they can order custom videos, uh, they get to see my latest uh, shoots. It, most of it is, you know, homemade content, meaning it's, you know, things that I make myself. Right. A lot of it, I don't, you know, I don't, most of the videos I, I don't do crazy editing on. Um, it, it's very just like me. I mean, I even have uh, content on there where, you know, I'm like trying random potato chip flavors for the first time just because. I thought it was funny. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I mean, that's really kind of what I'm doing right now is, is uh, you know, building that up and 
you know, giving the fans access to a little bit more than just the standard, uh, you know, glamour, hardcore that they're accustomed to. Absolutely. And um, let them know uh, your OnlyFans and then let them know where they can keep in touch with you, like as far as your social media handles, so please. OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com forward slash Kiki underscore Dare. That's D-A-I-R-E. My Twitter is at Kiki underscore Dare. My Instagram is Kiki Dare underscore. And um, I don't really use Facebook, so I'm not going to, you know, give that out. I uh, really and truly, if you're trying to find me online, OnlyFans, Twitter, and Instagram are the places that you'll actually get me. Absolutely. And um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast tonight. And I wish you nothing but health, uh, prosperity, and many blessings. And uh, stay safe during this time. And, and uh, really, it was an absolute honor to have you on here as somebody that is as decorated and has so many accolades as you. So I really appreciate I it. I appreciate okay? it. And you stay safe over there in New York. I will. Thank you so much. You take care. All right. Bye-bye.